This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Be a good day today, Mama. Been a big week. Today's the start of a new week. Hasn't God been faithful? Yes. I said, haven't you found him faithful? Even if you struggled to be faithful, he still is faithful. Amen. The good God. Well, we got a new picture uh, up there. It's called uh, Traveling Through Trouble. You know, picture's worth a thousand words. That's the title of uh, today's message. And uh, we're just going to read a couple of scriptures uh, here. I want to um, read out of the Message Bible, and it's the 29th uh, chapter, 18th verse. And it says it this way, if people can't see what God is doing, do I want to pray first? Let's read the word, then we'll pray. How about that? Amen. And I'll let you pray. I'm trying to be your your help me. You are a good helper. (laughs) You really are. Amen. I couldn't do without your help. I'm so glad. to celebrate. He doesn't say that all the time. To se- well, when Sometimes he doesn't like my help. When you're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> but you always say you're helping me. I'll tell you, I rejoice in the wife of my youth. Amen. To me, you will always be that little 16-year-old girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And you just get better all the time. Amen. I don't know why these... Uh, you know, stay. Sometimes you just need to learn to keep on keeping on, stay with a thing, stay with a person, stay with a purpose in your life. Amen. And, you know, sometimes you'll hear people say, well, how do I know that's the one? Well, you know, you really don't to begin with. I mean, even if you, uh, you know, you took a chance on me, didn't you? You've always said, you said, you thought I was rich. You knew I was good looking, but you did think I was rich, did you? <laughs> it took a while to get there, but aren't we rich right now? I mean, honor, richly blessed in God. We have our health. Uh, we've been together 47 years. Amen. A little 14-year-old and a 16-year-old. Our family is well. Not perfect, but well. Amen. And God's been faithful. There's no sense to complain and remain. Why don't we praise and go ahead and raise? Amen. Because God's got more for us than where we are right now. Do you believe that? I do. I really do. When people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals... They are most blessed. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, a long time ago, we learned to attend to what God is revealing. Yes. Yes. To seek God uh, for his way, mm-hmm. uh, for our life. And I pray that that never 
change us. Amen. I'm so glad he put a compass on the inside of us. That will always, through the twists and the turns, the ups and the downs, and the all-arounds of life, that when you look back in that, when you look inside, when you get still, he'll always read true north. His truth for our life. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you today that there's just a wonderful um, and weighty measure of your presence with us here today. Lord, we say all is well and all shall be well for this time that we have together, all the troubles, all of the turmoils, all of the things that we could worry about or fret over or be fearful of. We lay those down and aside, Lord, and we know by the time we leave today, you will have already sent uh, angels and dispatched angels on our behalf, and uh, you'll wipe the altar clean because you care for us. You take all of the care, all of the fears, all of the worries, Lord, as we're here to just sit at your table and feed on your abundance. And share this time together to hear what you're saying and see what you're showing. We give you all the glory. Lord, we just thank you. You've never failed us yet. You're not going to start now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, amen. You want to read your part? Do you have anything else you want to say? No. I have a couple of things I want to read. Um, It's actually from Corey Ten Boone. Um, and uh, just a powerful woman. I encourage you, if you don't know much about her story, Google it up mm-hmm. and uh, read on her. But anyway, this was a statement uh, that she made. It said, when a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away the ticket and jump off. You sit still and trust the engineer. Now, how we can take that spiritually much more, mm-hmm. that sometimes it gets dark. Sometimes it looks real dark. Sometimes lately it's been looking rough and bumpy and upside down and all mixed up and, you know, mm-hmm. confusion's trying to get on on you, strife, weariness is trying to get on on you. But listen, you can't just say, well, I'm just going to give up life. I'm just going to walk away from it all then. What's the sense of serving God? No, you're going to have to sit and trust, and trust God. Trust. See, and now I'm telling you, I believe the church has walked away from the trust. We're, we're kind of taking advantage of, well, God's always been there. He'll show up again when I need him. No, you need him right now. You know, when, when a tornado comes, that's not the time to go outside and decide, well, I'm going to board up my windows now. Okay? I mean, that would be a fool, wouldn't it? Because you go out there, guess what? It's going to take you with it. It's the same thing right now in the things of God. we got to keep trusting him, staying with him, staying with God's word, God's house, serving God, serving in God's house. Why? Because as it gets dark and things get all messed up out there, you don't want to be out there when the tornado comes so you get caught up in it. You want to be in the safety of God's arms. Mm-hmm. And the safety of his love and his protection. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I wasn't going to read this, but this is uh, Isaiah 60, which is especially uh, special to us. This is what the Lord, this chapter, he says, is our life and our ministry. And boy, when he first spoke this to us, you know, remember, it's when God speaks his word, it's just a seed. It doesn't appear what it's going to what it's going to be. You take it by faith. Well, it says this, Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face. You put your face. That's not up to God. It's up to us to put our face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sunk in deep darkness. Well, you know... Uh, if we're if we're going the wrong way, the world's going deeper into darkness. It it occurred to me, and I want to congratulate you, uh, congratulate you today. You know, I go to the farm uh, early on Sunday morning to take care of the animals, and you know, just spend some time with God uh, there. It's a place of peace uh, for me. It's a place where it's just enough busyness to. Uh, Keep busy enough, but, you know, uh, able to listen and hear not much going on first thing in the morning with anything. Um, But it occurred to me I had to stop and get fuel. And, of course, you know, boats pull in. They didn't pull in, but boats. People pulling boats. People, you know, filling up their lawnmowers and, you know, trailers and trucks with lawnmowers. People going and places, stuff like that. And, and, uh you know, it occurred to me that I'm going to the house of God. It occurred uh, to me, and I want to congratulate you you, that you have decided to treat this day different from all of the rest. Because so many people, millions of people, you know, are going deeper into the darkness because they're going the other way. For me, that's the wrong way. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying, you know, uh, deeper into the darkness, you know. uh, The road is broad, the Bible says, to destruction. So easy to just go along to get along today. And if you don't go along to get along, they'll cancel you, won't they? Welcome to days of persecution for going the opposite way. For standing up what is right in a culture that's wrong. But such as, you know, uh, you know, we travel through trouble, but we keep moving towards, you know, uh, the Lord, trusting in the Lord. We don't turn from God. We turn to God. You know, that's a basic, you know, fundamental choice. But I thank God for, you know, the, the training that we've received. You know, I thank God for the extra oil. Uh, that we have uh, almost 40 years now in the Lord, with the Lord. Um, You know, that serves us well during times like this because we have learned how to trust God through trouble. Trust God in the up, trust God in the down, still learning how to trust the Lord. You know, that's when it gets started. And he said this, he said, put your face in the sunlight. You have to wake up. You know, we live in a in a society, and you know, I mean, it may get, 
you know, trouble over this. But, you know, this woke business, you know, is the devil's counterfeit to God waking up. First of all, the church, you know, uh, there's some alarming situations and things that are happening in our world, you know. Uh, Do not try to decipher uh, things except through the light or the understanding and what God is revealing from his word. Don't try to take the world and, and interpret the word. Take the word and interpret the world. That's, that's what's called being a Christian. They, those that were first called Christians in Antioch, it said that they took what Paul and Barnabas were teaching and they, uh, they took what the, what the uh, um, apostles were teaching and they checked it out in the, the word. They were people of the word, so they were first called Christians. Like Jesus, because Jesus was, was the Word, made flesh. Amen. We've left off. Uh, we've we've left off somehow. Uh, the foundation has been undermined, uh, and we can deal with all of the symptoms. You know, the roof caving in, and you know, uh, things getting crooked and falling down, all that kind of stuff. But it's the foundation. And the foundation is the fundamental truth, you know, that it's God's word. That's the definition. That's the dictionary. That's the point of reference. That's the absolute. It's amazing that I heard some statistics this week that talked about how many Christians are, you know, almost oblivious and uh, totally in the dark uh, where the word of God is concerned. Uh, how do you know that? How would you interpret that? Well, the interpretation comes from, uh, you know, the low percentage down in the uh, less than double digits of of Christians that uh, read the Bible and believe that it's the absolute truth. See, we live in a world that's not absolute anymore, but that doesn't change God. Shall the Shall, you know, our unbelief, you know, undermine or change the faith of God? Absolutely not. It doesn't change the word. Amen. And God won't make us listen to him now, but we'll wish that we had someday. You know, because the consequences will come to the choices. Well, you know, going in the wrong direction, you know, they do polls that says, political polls, you know, it says, you know, the majority of people believe the country's going in the wrong direction. Well, honey, that's been happening for a long time. The majority has been changing, though, or even half of the, uh, you know, uh, half of the uh, church, a strong half of the uh, church, you know, doesn't, doesn't ascribe to the absolute truth of God's word. We don't, it says six, like 16% of Christians that actually do read the Bible, actually do know the Bible, can't take the headlines and apply a scripture to the headlines. That there's not interpreting the world by the word, we're interpreting the, uh, we're interpreting, uh, the word by the world's measure. Well, I guess a, a song like 
like turn it around uh, is appropriate for today. Perhaps even changing the, uh, turning the uh, lyrics on ourselves would be, God, turn me around. (laughs) We want to it, you know, fix it when we need to be praying, God, fix me. Amen. Now listen, you know, God's awakening in the, he says this, wake up, put your face in the sunlight. Amen. You know, change is not going to come through the government. It's not going to come through, you know, this crowd or that crowd. Change is going to come from the Lord Jesus Christ by his spirit in the church and then through the church to the world. The church is called, you are the light of the world. Why? Because we're in the light as he is in the light. Let's look over here. I want to read out of Psalms uh, 119, verse 105. And and uh, in the almost all of the translations say it exactly the same way. I'm going to read out of the message, but it says, "Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Your word is a light unto my path. Your word, the word of God. See, being led by the Spirit uh, is uh, not optional in these times." It never has been. It's mandatory. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. The family lives is that we're led by the Spirit of God. Well, what, what, how do we be led by the Spirit of God? First place he's going to lead us is into the truth. And he, Jesus said in the same uh, uh, priestly prayer of Jesus, the high priestly prayer of Jesus for his disciples, not only the ones that were there that day in, in John uh, 17, but he said, I'm praying not only for them, but I'm praying. He said, I'm not praying for the, for the world. I'm praying for those that, have been, that you have given me out of the world. And then I'm praying for, he said, I've given them your word. He said, I have given them your word. Now think about that. I've given them your word. Now, then he said, and I'm not just praying for them, but I'm praying for those who will believe because they have believed what? Your word. The word. Amen. We're going to spend a little time here because there's, there, you know, uh, we can, you know, we just need to plow the field, you know. Uh, might have to bush hog it and, you know, cut, take the chainsaw out and a whole bunch of stuff because there's a bunch of junk growing in the place that's supposed to be good ground, fruitful, and productive for God. Amen. But it starts with the seed of God's Word. you got to make ready for the seed of God's Word. Now, it's not up to Pastor Sandy and I how this service goes. We prayed, prepared ourselves. It's not up to the preacher or the teacher what you get out of the service. It's up to you. Now, God's here. But you're going to have to pull what you need out. You've got to have a hunger heart. Amen. You've got to have a want to where God is concerned. And, and you know... Uh, the, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to lead and always lead and guide us into the truth. Well, that what's central to the truth? God's word is the truth. It's the absolute truth. It's unchanging forever. God's yes. word is settled in heaven. Yes. 
Well, you know, there's a lot of things right now, including the Constitution of the United States. They say, well, you know, that's a, that's, you know, that's not absolute. Well, it was for those boys that framed it, made a covenant with God. May not be for a lot of folks in this generation, but, you know, he's still not going to break the covenant of God. But the church stands in between that. Amen. I don't care how much junk you shovel on top of it. Are you hearing? The breath of God's word just had to blow that dust off. They better dust off this old book. And, and find it for yourself. And know the word of God, the truth for yourself. And there's a dividing line. The Bible says, well, hold on for it. Uh, let me read this. It says, by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Uh, let me give you a little picture here, uh, familiar scripture uh, over there. We quote it all the time. Used to be. I don't know if the children can quote it anymore. And that, that, that's where, you know, uh, we need to be aiming most of our, our uh, energies. Uh, verse 16, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son, and this is why, so that no one need be destroyed by believing in him. Anyone can have a whole and a lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help and put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust in him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind son of God who induced him. This is the crisis we're in, God light streamed into the world. But men and women everywhere ran for the darkness. They went for the darkness because they were not really interested in pleasing God. Everyone who makes a practice of doing evil, addicted to denial and illusion, hates God light and won't come near it, fearing a painful exposure. But anyone working and living in truth and reality welcomes God light so that the work can be seen for the God work it is. Boy, that's quite revealing, isn't it, guys? Uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, we're either going to run for the darkness or we're going to run for the light. Yes. Amen. Fall for the falsehood or turn towards the truth. Now, now, these things are being decided individually. You can't change everything, but you can change the one thing that does change everything in your life. You make a choice, and the choice is, is yours and yours alone to make. It's, I can't choose for you. Jesus doesn't choose for you. He made a way for if you choose God, there you go. But if we reject God, he says we're long under that death sentence. Now, God doesn't condemn people to die. The devil's the dirty dealer here. And he will kill you. Yes. Amen. His entire thing is to get you off of it. First, he prefers that you never see the light of day. And then he prefers that you never see the light of God. And he prefers, and his entire purpose is to, keep, is to get you separated from God forever. That's the deal of salvation. Separation from God forever or together with God forever. 
All cats and dogs don't go to heaven except for a short visit. Some get turned around and get sent back away. I'm not making light of that, just saying that's the reality. Amen. That is the reality. See? Choose God while the choosing is still good. Turn towards the truth. You know, uh, there's a lot of lamps that are running low right now. Matthew 25, 5, 5 and 5. We're, we're in a nation half and half. We're in the world really 50-50. It said five were silly and five were serious. Should we take God serious? You think these are serious times or are they just silly, frivolous times? I think the indicator that uh, we're in the last days, it says, that see that no man deceive you. Is there a lot of deception by following man? Yes, yes. Hmm? Who's telling the truth? Well, God is. And if you don't know what God is doing, see what God is saying and showing, you are subject to, you have a greater, uh, uh, there's going to uh, uh, be a, a greater measure of deception there. Chances are you will be deceived by man if you're following men. Well, I follow the news preacher. Well, you know, that's a deep, dark pit, isn't it? You know, I follow the good news. Anybody ready for some good news? You turn on the bad news anytime you want. You don't have to go very far. There's bad news everywhere. It's difficult days and troubling times, tough times, amen. But the Lord, but God. Do God have the final say-so? I don't know. Let's see. Let's go over here. You got your Bible, don't you? You know, I mean, you know, Google up on your phone in case you don't have a paper copy. Let's see. If you go to the back of the book and read the end uh, from the beginning, you know, because Revelation, if we see what God is revealing, now there's a whole lot of time and trouble in between them, uh, but, it, uh, but it says this, it says, He who testifies to all things says it again, I'm on my way, I'll be there soon. Yes, come, Master Jesus, the grace of the Master Jesus be with all of you. Oh, yes. Amen. That's the last, it's the 21st verse of the 22nd chapter of Revelation. God has the last word and he's coming soon. He's coming soon. Amen. Now, if we really believe that, we'd live like that. Praise the Lord. God has sent his uh, word, and it is a light to our feet. If you want to know what God is doing, if you're going to follow, if we're following God, I like that picture because our, we've turned our back on the darkness, and even though we're not holding the light, God's holding the light at yes. the end of the tunnel for us. Now, the end of the tunnel is eternity. Amen. There's more to this life than just what you see right now. There's more to this life than the grave. Yes. There's more to this life than the cessation of breathing and your blood pump stopping. Are you listening? So there's way more out in front of you than there is behind of you. Why don't you, uh, 
Why don't you uh, uh, read that other uh, portion that you are going to read? We've been talking about weight training and a greater weight of glory while we look at not at the things that are seen in the temporary, but we look at the things that are and seen And the temptation eternity. to carry it. Mm-hmm. You know, more than ever now, it's easy, like Pastor said, just listening to the news, just getting up every day and going to work. You know, even if you don't watch the news, you're going to go and they're, they're going to be talking about it. You go here, yeah. you see it. You know, there's just so much negativity, death, destruction, you know, uh, you know, enemy working hard again at trying to bring strife and division. You know, and what is he attacking? Mm-hmm. He's really coming for God's people. Yeah. The house, the church which is you and me, amen? But it's so easy, easier, I believe, more than ever. If we're not careful, you're going to carry. And if you start carrying, you're mm-hmm. carrying something you're not supposed to because God did not design us to carry it. What did it say? It said, cast all your cares. Your cares. He didn't say, go pick a few that you'd like <laughs> and bring them to me. Mm-hmm. Did he? No, he said, cast all that means everything. If it's upsetting you, causing you to think the other way, you know, making you sick, bringing disease on your body, giving you headaches, can't sleep, whatever it is, fretting, doubting, if it, any of that, it, then it's not yours. It's yeah. God. You give yeah. it to him because we weren't wired. But we got to be careful not to because if we do, see, then we're walking in a realm you're not supposed to be walking in. Anyway, this was another good thing that I'd come across from uh, Corey Ten Boone, and it was so good because when we were uh, talking about what we were going to minister and share on, these two things just, you know, came to me. So I said, well, they're perfect to go with it. And, so just and, listen. And we're not ministering or, or the word sharing. We're, we're sharing with people, uh, you know, what the Lord is sharing with us. Yes. We're, we're, not, we're not living, you know... Uh, one thing about shepherds, they live with the sheep. It's in the same pasture. We drink the same water. We feel the same heat. It rains on both of us. Amen. And, and you know. We get stuck in the briar sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Trying we to don't. hold and pull you back or pull yeah. you down. Just mm-hmm. a little right there with you. Yeah. And if you got fleas, we got fleas. <laughs> Or ticks, ticks, and ticks too, right? Yeah. In Alabama, you got you got ticks. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In other words, we're all going through yes. this together. You know, and and uh, uh, that's why you need a local church. You need someone that knows you by name. That you're not just a number; you're known by name, and uh, you know and that's God's plan. Always has been God's plan, you know. Uh, and, you know, that's beneficial uh, in uh, our lives. We need people that know God and know us. You know, we have a need to be known, a need to be loved. Uh, and uh, I thank God that God knows us. I thank God that God has given us people in our life and people uh, 
for our lives. Because he gives us one another, Jesus with flesh on. Mm -hmm. So if you are going through some stuff or if you start carrying it, Mm -hmm. then hopefully as you're praying one for another, the Lord will just speak to you to maybe pray for somebody. He ain't going to tell you all their business. He's just going to say, give you their face or tell you their name. You know, because you sat maybe near Mm -hmm. them that day or you spoke to them that Sunday, God's going to say, pray for them. Mm -hmm. Just pray for them. And I'll tell you, see, there's something about that when a corporate body prays one for another, there's a supernatural knitting and a tightness, and then there goes up that guard. Mm -hmm. Then the devil's like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't Mm -hmm. even go there. I can't even get through because there's too many praying one for another. And God respects uh, us and honors us, you know, uh, that um, that he doesn't just, you know, he just doesn't tell all of our personal business. But, you know, sometimes we'll be troubled and yes. in, in, have turmoil and uneasiness in inside in our own spirit, mm-hmm. in our life, where it's not. We have no reason maybe to be troubled, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we need to look a little further. Maybe that's like you're, you, you know, God's prompting us, pressuring us to some degree to pray yes. over a problem that somebody yes. else has. And yes. he may or may not tell you, you know, uh, specific details yes. or person yes. or anything like that. But, you know, he's just calling on us mm-hmm. to pray. Prayer makes power available yes. in that situation. Right. And we don't have to know everything to do something, mm-hmm. you yes. know, uh, yes. you know where that is uh, uh, concerned. And it's better... You know, to not know all the details yes. a lot of times. God, and that's again where you need the Spirit of God and with the benefit of praying in other tongues, where it's a mystery, not to God, but to us, but that you can pray powerfully when you don't understand, your understanding is unfruitful. All right, but that doesn't mean we're called and blessed to be fruitful, mm-hmm. so we can be fruitful yeah. in that situation yes. by praying in the Spirit, by the Spirit of God's helping us. When we don't know how to pray, we can, as we ought, we can still pray. Yes. Him giving yes. us the prayer language, the utterances. Now, I know this cuts cross grain, you know. Uh, of religious people and and you know people that have a problem with that well you know you're going to be fearful about what you don't know stick your head i remember you know a long time ago praying you know before i'd go to work now we had a little house down to slap out and these big old bushes was just grow up out there uh and uh, I'd walk along a path that I had, you know, and I'll tell you, you know what, uh, uh, before dark, anything can be in the bushes and there's lots of noises and all that, you know. And you might think this was silly, but I'll tell you what, I'd be praying and I really felt like, you know, the Lord said, just jump up in the middle of that bush. And I'd just jump up into the, ah! <laughs> weren't nothing there but fear. Mm-hmm. It was just a threat. But when I jumped up in the middle of it, when I faced it, when I jumped up in the middle of it, see, and that's the thing, you know, uh, you know, we, if you're if you're uh, fearful, it's because of the unknown. Get in the known. Yes. Find out about the Holy Ghost. Find out about the more measures of God. See, because you're gonna need the Holy Spirit a little a little more dose of the Holy Ghost in the days that we're in right now. Amen. That's the truth. All right, so this is a story relating to caring and pressure. I thought it was really good. 
And so seated next to my father in the train compartment, I suddenly asked, Father, what is sex sex sin? He turned to look at me. He always did when answering a question, but to my surprise, he said nothing. At last, he stood up. He lifted his traveling case off the floor Set it on, and then set it on the floor. Will you carry this off the train, Corey? He asked. I stood up and tugged at it. It was crammed with his watches and spare parts he had purchased that morning. It's too heavy, I said. Yes, he said, and it would be a pretty poor father who would ask his little girl to carry such a load. It's the same way, Corey, with knowledge. Some knowledge is too heavy. Some things are too heavy for children. When you're older and stronger, you can bear it. For now, you must trust me to carry it for you. How much more that our daddy, our heavenly father, is saying, look, during these times, yeah. trust me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know how many times, you know, message. we're going to hear this. Trust mm-hmm. me. Let him carry it. Let him carry mm-hmm. them. Let him carry all your stuff. If you've got to every morning till you get this deep down in your, here in the south, they say down in your crawl, you know, till you get it down in there that you know that you know that you know that you're trusting him, See yourself physically packing a suitcase with your junk, with your stuff, with your worries, with your fear. Just pack it in there and lock it down and put it over there and say, here, God, that's yours. That's all yours and ain't mine. I'm not carrying it anymore. I'll tell you, there's something very significant when we give it all to God. Because then we can now walk in faith and not fear, peace, hope, love, and then be able now to have some power to effectively go and tell others about trusting him. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because if you're in fear and you're in doubt and we're not sure what all is happening all about, then it's going to be pretty hard for you to go share some hope to a hopeless world. It's going to be kind of hard to share love if you're all upset and mad at every, you know, person and everything that's going on in the world. Listen, this is not a physical fight. This is a spiritual fight. Stay in the spirit realm fighting. Don't get mm-hmm. mad at people. Yeah. Get mad at the devil. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people get deceived or, you know, get misunderstood, but they get used yeah. by the devil. But we're not fighting them. We're fighting the devil. What is it about? So that if you get in strife and you get in envy, guess who it's affecting you? It's going to shut your prayers down, shut your victory down, mm-hmm. shut your peace down. So don't even go there in your thought life. Okay? Stay in forgiveness. Keep looking at him. Quit looking at them. Look to him, okay? Let God be at work, and you be at rest. Let God be at work, you be at rest. Pastor and Ron are going to have to get together and make us a song. Mm -hmm. 
about that because that's been my thing this year. Gosh, God has just spoken that to me. That's why I'm saying that to you because he's doing that in me. And sometimes, so it has to be a daily thing. You've got to remind yourself, no, if I get my hands in that, then God can't. If I go to meddling, <laughs> then God can't. So I don't want to be in the God can't camp. I want to be God is at work Mm -hmm. and I am at rest. That means I'm trusting God wholeheartedly. The rest of faith. And speaking of Pastor Ron, Pastor Ron, would you come? And, uh, you know, God is up to something. Doesn't always let us in on all of the details, you know. Uh, But he gives us enough light from his word. Yes. He, as we attend to what he is revealing, see, we'll, we are most blessed. You have enough, uh, you have enough yes, thank uh, you, for right now. I've got a prophetic word that the Lord uh, gave me. I wrote it down. And uh, some of it I had to write on my hand because Kim had already taken Whoop. my, oh. had taken the, uh, yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> I heard these... Didn't you uh, used to tell your children, do not write on yourself? Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Well, hurry up for rubs on. It won't rub off. <laughs> <laughs> I heard... Uh, I've been... Uh, I've, I've been living in this. And I... Uh, so it's a fresh bread message for me. And it may resonate with you. It's the two words that says, still struggling. Still struggling. The Bible says, if we struggle, let us struggle to enter the rest of faith. You know, many times where, if you find yourself still struggling, let me, let me give you some categories here. Fears. Fear. Failures. Former things. And not only, not only that, but all the while, as well as struggling with, with fears and failures of former things, we were facing formidable, what seemed like very formidable foes. Now that word formidable means that which is arousing fear, dread, or worry, difficult to surmount, defeat, or undertake. Threatening both the present while still carrying some of the past, dragging uh, that around as a weight, but it's also facing with threatenings of the present and the future. Does that resonate with anybody here today? Well, if only, if only for me, I thank God. You know, there's sometimes. You know, I think, now, Lord, uh, if I'm the only one, I want you to know I am going to be one that's going to trust you. I will trust you. I will believe you. Like David, you know, now there's this, this is absolutely a faith statement because it is the word of God. And it was stated by a man of God who was after God's own heart, whom... God said there wasn't any, anyone like him. 
is special. He's very near and dear to God. And in the Psalms over there in the 30s somewhere, as you know, uh, uh, if I was a better teacher, you know, I kind of fall in between the teacher-preacher every once in a while. If I was a better teacher, I could give you chapter and verse, you know. But you could do it for your homework. Just take your phone and Google it up. It'll be there immediately for you. But let me give you the... Let me give you some, I've lived, I've lived in this, I've had to live in this, we've lived in this, and we've lived through this, and we live with this. It says, what time I am afraid, I will. I have a choice. I make the decision. I determine. I will trust the Lord. What time I am in a struggle with fear, with failure. With the former things. What time I am facing formidable foes. That which arouses fear and dread. Things that seem difficult to ever get on top of. And to defeat. Things that I want to do but it's just hard to, hard to get started to even try anymore when the giants are threatening both the present and the future I will trust in the Lord you know as we I sit early in the morning. We both sit. We don't always sit together, but we do our private time with the Lord. We honor and respect that. But then we do come together and compare notes. The Lord said this. The Lord gave me a dream or or showed me something. You know, we share our lives together. But our you got to live out of your personal relationship with the Lord. Some stuff is just for you personally. And some stuff is to, you know, the overflow of that is for other people. And this is what the Lord shared. I really felt like that. Uh, I journaled it, but I felt like it was for us, us, not just me. Said there, there's a day coming. There is a time set appointed for my anointed. Stay steady on course. Stable in all your ways. Stay ability, not double-minded. Stay steady during these days of turmoil and trouble. Use your faith. Don't lose your faith. Use your faith. Don't lose your faith. Hold on. Hold fast to eternals. The forever life. Built on and built by revelation. The revealings of God. The right information. The right revelation for you in your and for your situation. Don't neglect so great a salvation. Letting go of and letting slip by you the revelation. You know, while you're doing the offering, and it's not just the offering, you know. Uh, it, we're, we're struggling to switch systems. Switch kingdoms, if you will. You're going to need to, 
you're going to find need that in the days that are ahead, you're going to need God's financial system. You're going to need God's mental health system. You're going to need you're going to uh, need God's system of laws for the law of the spirit and life of life in Christ Jesus sets me free from the law of sin and death the tunnel goes both ways see there's the word and then there's the world now we're in the world but we don't want to have a greater measure of the world governing us directing us because it assails us it is not for us it's against us it's against everyone really it's the broad road headed to hell and hell on the highway you know the world's theme song I'm on the highway to hell well get off that one haven't you had enough hell here on earth without winding up there in eternity hold on to the eternal things and the eternal things will lift your life it will lift it beyond your current circumstances situation everything doesn't change on the outside until there's some change on the inside and that word you know turn that song turn it around you know uh, God start by turning me around you know I'm telling you the truth today God will always tell you the truth the spirit of God has been hovering over you and I here in this house, over your loved ones as you prayed for them, over our community, over our country, over the world. And he's waiting for someone to speak the word. Yes, thank you. Just to, just to say a thing, in a thing and to a thing. So he has something to work with. How powerful is the word? It's everything. It is absolutely everything. The Bible says it is God. You can't separate God from his word. The Bible says in the beginning there was God. In John the uh, first chapter it says uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And there was not anything that you can see that didn't come from that word. The word created it and the word still controls it. Hallelujah. Well, I want to pray for people perhaps that are, I mean, you know, just fundamentally, basically coming to the place of being honest with themselves and being honest with uh, God. You know, do, do you just want another Band-Aid? You just need a quick fix, then this is not your answer. That's not what's offered here. Just want, just want to ease, you know, a tranquilizer, or just ease the situation so you can go back to going the wrong way. No, if you're really ready for a turnaround, and you're, you know, and you know, God has been 
kind of turning your face towards him, turning your life to, what, what is all of this? Hey, listen, what is all of this, this uh, you know, the, these crazy people popping up in your life? Look, little computer screen pop-ups, you know, you're just trying to watch your stuff and all of a sudden, you know, you get these Jesus people. <laughs> you got God popping up in your life. Maybe God, maybe God's trying to get your attention. Maybe God's saying, wake up. You know, are you going the right way? You know, your grandmama's prayed for you. Your mama's prayed for you. That old crazy uncle or aunt been praying for you. The neighbor next door's been praying for you. Don't think that God's not going to answer those prayers and bring his saving grace and power into your life now. I want to invite you to make a decision today. You may say, I'm not ready. Well, you know, uh, I think the little green tomato might be turning pink. You might need just a few more days in the sun. Some heat of the summer, the simmering summer, to get you a little bit more ready. But is that going to be, is your readiness going to be based on the feeling? Based on the fickleness? See, can it be based on a solid quality, serious decision? Don't be silly with God. Don't be silly during these times that we're in right now. And God's serious about you doing something. The days of doing nothing about this Jesus might be coming to a close. The end of the book says, I'm coming soon. I'm coming. And I'm coming soon. We don't know the day or the hour, but are you ready? Let's pray this prayer if you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I hear what you're saying. I want to know the truth. And I believe you sent Jesus just for me. I accept that I'm a sinner. I accept your forgiveness. I accept your great salvation. I accept and ask you, Jesus, come into my life and Lord my life and help me follow you from now on all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Jesus, you're my Lord. Amen. Now, it's that simple. If you prayed that prayer... And you meant it from your heart, say, from an open, sincere, and honest heart. Then God will do his part. Now, everything changes, but it, it, it starts inside of us. It starts inside and works its way to the outside. Now, I can tell you one of the, one of the greatest things that I believe you're experiencing right now is the peace of God comes where there was trouble and turmoil chaos and confusion all of a sudden suddenly the bible says in a moment he translates us out of one uh, kingdom out from under the dominion and control of the devil and he translates us into the kingdom of his dear son the lord jesus christ and one of the marks of that is that all of a sudden peace comes Nothing has changed on the outside, 
but on the inside, Jesus is now sitting on the throne. And he's going to begin to change everything else in the days that follow as you follow, as you follow him. Congratulations. We'll do whatever we can to help you. Uh, this is a good church. It's a good church family. We don't want to just leave you out there, you know, pop you out under a bush somewhere and hope you make it. You know, come on, uh, you know, come on in and be part of the family. You know, let, uh, let somebody near you know and let us know. We'll do everything that we can. We'll love you. Uh, we'll help you. To know God, we'll give you the word of God. We'll pray for you. We'll be here with you and we'll be here for you. Uh, it's all part of God's wonderful plan. Welcome to the family. Welcome to uh, this new relationship with God. Welcome to coming alive. Uh, to God, you who were once dead in your trespasses and sins and now alive in God, raised by the power of God through the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Congratulations. We celebrate you. Until the next time, our prayer is that you would have a heart that's at rest. And boy, what a blessing that is. I speak the peace of God over you. I speak the rest of faith over you. I thank you, Lord, that the end of our struggle is the rest that comes from entering into uh, your rest uh, by simply trusting you, Lord, with all of our heart. We don't lean to our own understanding, but in all of our ways that we acknowledge you, Jesus, your Lord. You're leading, you're guiding, and you've never lost uh, anyone uh, yet. No one is able to pluck them out of your hand, and we thank you for that truth. Until the next time, remember, we love you. You love them, don't you, Mama? Yes. And the Lord loves you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.